Welcome back to Rockhound Radio. We are back for more Pokemon Scarlet. And boy, oh boy, it is such a good game. I'm sorry, I, I hate to tell you this right now. So far, this is already my favorite game that we've played on the channel. And it's gonna it's gonna take over my life. Well, take over my video game life for quite some time. And I just I just can't get enough of it. I literally um, I had to work this past Sunday, and all day Sunday I spent at work, like, just chomping at the bit, like, oh, I'm just ready to get back out there and catch more Pokemon. <clears throat> but yeah, we got a lot of, lot of stuff to cover this episode. We are going to go pretty much from where we picked up. I haven't really decided how I'm going to. I think what I'm going to do is just take notes during my playthrough and just do week to week. And not even real, I mean, if I get, like, a milestone, like a gym or um, some of these Titans that we'll talk about. Um, that'll just be what we do, but it'll just be week to week. You guys will just get my, uh, this is like, so most of the time, um, I play like super ahead or not really super ahead, but it's already a game I played or, um, like with immortals, I'd actually played quite a bit and got pretty far ahead of myself, uh, while I was recording. But yeah, this is just going to be a week to week. I don't really have anything planned. So, uh, we're just going to ride the wave, baby. This is an awesome game, and I am happy to share my experience with you. And hopefully, you know, maybe this will get you guys itching to play. Maybe you guys are already playing. Definitely let me know if you're playing. Um, we can battle, trade, um, set something up. We can do whatever. I am game. Just know I happen to be an ace trainer, and that is what I name myself, Ace Rocco, because, oh yeah, you already know, we're going to become an ace trainer, complete the Pokedex, become the champion, do all that stuff, but we have a long, long road ahead of us. So where we picked up, picking up from where we left off, we were, we hit the first Poke Center, we healed up our Mon, we uh, take, took a little, you know, checked out the, uh, the good old TM machine where you can make all kinds of stuff with all the ingredients and things you can harvest, all the craftable stuff. Um, but yeah, it's I haven't really messed with it too much just because I really haven't needed to learn any TMs. And I have a whole bunch of them that I've been collecting. And there just seems to be like so many new moves. And it always like astounds me. I mean, there's a huge move pool already. Um, and I know like, I think I always think it's cool like that they over the years have buffed some moves and debuffed. I don't think they've ever debuffed a move. Um, I, I guess I really don't know, but I, I know that they've buffed them to be better. I don't think they've made them worse. I think they've just, instead of like making one TM worse, um, I think they just make it one more rare and then they make like another move that is, you know, probably slightly less bad or whatever. Anyway, you pick up at the Poke Center and you still have a little journey ahead of you. Basically, they tell you, the game tells you like, hey, we need to, you know, meet me at the the school that's where we need to meet up and we'll figure it out from there so you have a pretty big area in between um whenever you leave that or whenever you come across that first poke center you are right outside of los platos and that's like the first little town there's really not a whole lot there there's like a poke center i think there's like one little shop but yeah it's like the first little i don't know kind of town you run into and it is like i, I said it last episode um, the visuals in this game are just awesome. Just like the whole entire world is, I mean, I talked with a coworker today about it and I, I hadn't seen him since it came out like on that, the day before Friday or whatever, the day before it came out, 
I'd ask him like, are you ready? Are you ready to play? And we, you know, we kind of talked about it. And then I asked him today and he was like, I've just spent all my time exploring. I haven't even really, I just got the first gym badge and he's a little bit farther, I would say story-wise than I am, but I'm, I'm really, I'm just hitting cruise control, man. I am taking my time and I'm catching all them sweet, sweet mom that I keep running into. But yeah, it's just really cool talking to uh, several people that I work with, kind of getting their whole, uh, just getting their whole idea behind it, see what they're doing, seeing, you know, what kind of course of action they're taking. Um, you know him as Dan Fellow, Dan, yeah, Dan Fellow Dad, or you know him as Zach. This is actually his first Pokemon game, and he is playing along with me and Cameron. So uh, I kind of like, in a nutshell, explained a few things the other day when I seen him and gave him the copy of Scarlet to be play, to play. Um, I told him, I was just like, dude, just go in there, play with your heart, pick Pokemon that you like. And so I'm re really excited to uh, to see what happens when we all meet up and talk about how far we are in the game and probably potentially battle. And yeah, it'll be a good time. And I'm really excited. Hopefully, I, I don't know about capturing the whole video for the battles, but I will definitely try to get some clips of it. Um, so, you know, who knows? We will see. It'll be awesome none or regardless anyway you get to los platos and you're kind of like in the middle of nowhere still there's still a pretty big wild area for you to explore and basically once you get done exploring i took my time and tried to find most of the spawns i could um just to level up and just to get that you know i started out with like 100 pokeballs so i'm like trying to burn them all up and catch everything but uh i ended up you know, finishing up doing that. I spent quite a few hours there, but you make your way up towards the big old city. And the city that I'm referring to is Mesa Goza. And it's like a big, it looks like a castle from the outside looking in. And it is huge. Like you can tell, like this is like the one big city. Like not that there's, not that the other places are small, but I mean, I don't know. I haven't been to them yet. But like you can tell, like this is one of like the main the bigger main cities in the game and it is i mean it's freaking astounding you get inside the walls and it's there's just shops everywhere i mean there's all kinds of stuff you can buy um accessories clothes there's all kinds of stuff to make sandwiches and you know make sure you stop in there grab some turkey some mayo some onion i know it sounds weird you're playing pokemon making sandwiches but i just learned today by uh via good old youtube that actually making sandwiches where you're on a picnic with your Pokemon have all kinds of added bonuses. You just have to read the ingredients and get new recipes for certain things. Some of them increase shiny odds, which uh, shiny Pokemon, they are different in this game. They do spawn in the overworld, but they do not make a sound. So you will be able to see a difference. You might just not hear the difference. But yeah, you can get all kinds of different upgrades for sandwiches while you're playing. And they have all kinds of added bonuses for type advantage or certain types popping up. Um, you get the gist. It's all over the place. I really haven't had time or not really haven't had time. I really haven't messed with it yet. But I was actually just playing right before I started recording. And I went to the old I was in I randomly showed up in this town I haven't discovered yet. And I was like, oh, well, this this place is kind of cool, I guess. And I looked around, I found a sandwich shop and I bought some ingredients because I said, you know what? I'm going to have a good old-fashioned picnic. I'm going to feed my Pokemon some sandwiches, and we're just going to hang out. There are just so many things you can do. And like like I said, the picnic thing, there is um, there's like a lot of different little mechanics while you're in the picnic for 
boosting happiness in your Pokemon to all, I don't know. I haven't, like I said, I haven't, haven't discovered everything yet, but I am working on it. So you are in the big old city of Mesa Goza, and it is home to the Naranja Academy, which is the school that we are going to if you're playing Pokemon Scarlet. So you get up there, and I took a minute, like probably a half hour, to just kind of explore the city. There's like the shops that you can get, you can finally change out of your lame school clothes, and there's just so many different items for customization and things like that, that it, it's honestly, it's, it's pretty awesome. I'm really excited to see what they add or what, what they've added in with other cities and potentially what could be um, downloadable content in the future, which I mean, the game is literally, literally so brand new that, you know, we're way far off from that, but still, you know, it leaves the mind to wander. So while you get up the stairs, you uh, well, I think you meet up with your rival in the city. But when you're making your way up the stairs to go to your academy for the first time, you are accosted by some strangers giving somebody, looks like a fellow student, a hard time. And they're kind of like, I really don't know what to make of these new uh, Team Star. They kind of run around with these like, uh, almost like Master, or yeah, master Ball, uh -huh, motorcycle helmets on where they have these stars on the helmet, you know, they want to think they're all fancy and cool and, you know, blah, blah. It turns out that they're pretty weak and pretty lame. You can, uh, I guess you can choose whether or not you want to help this person. I mean, most of us probably did help, um, unless you just said no. I don't know what happens with that. I don't know if it, like, skips it for now or if there's just another chance for you to do it later or whatever it is. But you stop these people and you're like, hey, None of that while, you know, while none of that shenanigans is happening while I'm around town. You kick those people out and it's like a whole big thing. It's like a big deal because I guess these star people were, I don't know. I mean, I know they're baddies, but I guess they're like really, really bad. But uh, no, you've come to find out the person that you helped was actually, I think after you save them or whatever, they like, they thank you and then they like run off. I think it's like the director or somebody that you meet, like makes a comment about it. Like, oh, that's one of our students. They're just more, you know, backward and shy or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, you make your way up to the academy. It's time to go to school. It's uh, you got your shoes tied tight, you know, hope I don't get into a fight. But uh, no, the, the academy is really cool, too. There is several different rooms. So what I've seen and what I've read a little bit is... Make sure you go back to the school and make sure you take your classes because, you know, you're a young Pokemon trainer. You have to get those classes in. You got to up that knowledge so you can get that bread, get all kinds of cool items. Um, there's, I guess, their quest, like unlockable quests through stuff you do at the school. So currently, where I'm at in my game, I am actually just over 100 different Pokemon caught. And there's actually a reward for that. So I'm going to go back to the academy, see what's up, see what I get. And then I'm going to go take some classes because I want to see what all the biz is about. You know, I want to see what's going on, see what I'm missing out on. So it does seem like it'd be a pretty cool, um, just like a pretty cool occurrence to have like those little side missions or, you know, the little pieces of dialogue that tell you like, hey, this is where super rare Pokemon's at. Or, hey, you know, like I said, I don't know. I just, I read, or I didn't read, I was watching a video earlier 
And basically what he said was, there's all kinds of good items. And I think he said something about, I think it was something along the lines of like getting information about Pokemon. I don't know if they're legendaries or whatever they are, but I am really excited to uh, see what what happens. They also give you like experience candy. So if you're, you know, out there and you're ready to get your grind on, get some levels up, go take some classes, you know, give those candies to your Pokemon, grow them up and level them up, evolve them, you know, take over the world because that's what we're here to do. But I did, I did make a note right here. I, th- I think it's really funny that it, you can definitely tell that this is like a newer, like not now I'm speaking like generation wise, not an occurrence to like the generation of Pokemon that's come out, but like the generation of like the time we're in and like the, I guess the younger crowd that this is, you know, AKA targeting, but they just throw some weird slang in. Like one of them was ragamuffin. And I don't even know, like, they are just like, Oh, you ragamuffins. And I'm like, uh, like, I don't, I don't get it. And then you talk to the director and he's like, uh, what's chuggy mean? And you can like, you have like, I think you have three options. One is like, oh, that's not cool. One is like, it's really cool. And I forget what the other one was. I chose like, that's a cool thing that people are vibing with or something like that. So he's said like, oh, that's chuggy fellow her. Like he calls you master, whatever your name is. So he's like, oh, that's pretty chuggy of you, master Ace Rocco. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, I guess. It's just so funny seeing the different, I don't even know, like the different kind of lingo or whatever they're trying to like just throw in the game because of like younger kids and things like that. Like I'm looking at some of the stuff that they say and I'm like, what the hell did you just say to me? But uh, no, um, the video I was watching also had a really good piece of information, something I've been uh, wondering about myself. So apparently... When you're at a picnic with your Pokemon, if you have two Pokemon that are capable of breeding, it basically is an auto breeding center. It turns your picnic into a daycare, which is a daycare in the previous games is where you would put two Pokemon in, they would make an egg, and then you could hatch it from there. But I guess it's all condensed into your picnic. So yeah, definitely give that a try. Check out those different egg groups and you know maybe catch yourself a ditto. I will say Cameron did tell me that he captured a ditto, but it does have, um, it didn't, it wasn't a different form. So like it was actually being a ditto out in the wild. Like you didn't see it as a ditto. You seen it as a different Pokemon. I thought that was pretty wicked. He told me what he caught it as. He's like, oh yeah, it, was, it looked like a Tauros. So like the first Tauros I ran into just earlier today, I was like, oh, I got to catch it. This is probably a freaking ditto right now. And it wasn't, it was just a, Black Bull, he uh, got a new Paldean form, which is a fighting form compared to his normal type, which is, it's pretty cool. It's like, uh, it looks more like a bull, I guess, to me, like the, I mean, not, I don't know. He just, he looks pretty cool and he's fighting type. So that could be definitely interesting. But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go to break. We get back from break. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff you need to do to uh, get all those gym badges Max raids, oh no, Titan Pokemon, and you guessed it, our first gym battle. All right, I'll see you guys at the break. And we're back from break and ready to talk about all sorts of other cool stuff. So when you get to the academy, you uh, go through like the the whole ordeal, talking to people. You go see the director, um, you know, blah blah this and that. They basically tell you, all right, well the world is yours, the world is your oyster. 
So they tell you about Titan Pokemon. Um, I think they mentioned something about raids. They talk about the gym challenge. And when you go to leave the academy after, you know, reading all this stuff, having this grand old time, exploring the academy a little bit, when you go to leave, you are stopped by your rival and the other guy you met. I think Arvin is his name. He's like the real fancy guy, the guy that gives you your legendary at the beginning of the game. And he's like, eh, it's your problem now. So but if you backtrack a little bit, while you're in the academy talking to the director, you finally get to meet the professor of this game. And I can't think, like, Cassopia, I think is her name. Anyway, the professor comes up on the screen, and as she does that, your legendary pops out of its Pokeball. And it's like, oh, hey, and, you know, saying all this stuff, and big cinematic thing happens, you know, blah, blah. And... You guys got to play this game. It's it's awesome. I know I say like blah blah like it's nothing, but no, it it is like it's just really good. I think it's I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It honestly seems like the story, which we've talked about this before, the story to Pokemon games there really isn't a plot per se, but it does seem like this one is a little bit more plot heavy. I guess it kind of focuses you around going to school, and I think there's more plot with it with there being less almost. And what I mean by that is I think they like grad or they grasp the concept of truly like immersion where you're kind of left to do whatever you want. And they're kind of like, well, you know, here's all the stuff and kind of just go do whatever. I don't know. Almost feels more like what it should feel like. You know, you should just kind of go out and, you know, do them whatever order you want. If you want to, you know, train up real heavy and then go into the Pokemon battles for the gyms at a later level or whatever it is. I just think it's really cool. But no, after you do all that and you're, you're outside with your rival, they kind of like stop you and they like, I forget, something happens, but you pretty much are able to now ride your legendary, the Coriadon, if you are playing Scarlet. He is now basically your bike, which is kind of cool. And this gimmick, I don't know, me and Cameron went back and forth on this a lot before the game came out ever since they like basically stated like hey you're going to ride the legendary it's going to be your form of transportation i think it's really cool because it kind of takes me back to legends arceus where you had your to you're not 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 your totem your noble pokemon that you could ride around afterwards or whatever and really get into exploring and things like that and i think it's really cool that basically your HMs and the older games that you would have to use for surf and fly and cut and rock smash, all that kind of thing, is kind of obsolete now. Basically, they're saying, you know, we'll give you an open world, but, you know, we'll control how fast, you know, you can kind of control how fast you can explore. Because something I also learned today from a coworker is the more Titan Pokemon you defeat, that is how you upgrade your legendary. And what I mean by upgrade is whether he can swim through the water or fly through the air, or I guess there's some for like double jumping or jumping higher. I don't know. It's weird. It's wild. I'm, re I'm really excited to sink my teeth into a Titan Pokemon, but I just not, I'm just taking my time. I haven't made it there yet, but all that stuff happens. You get out of the Academy. They give you your legendary bicycle Pokemon, you know, mode of transportation. And I will say too, if you guys have been out exploring, there's these little like uh, like watchtowers. And if you go to the top of the watchtower, you have a chance to catch a Gimme Ghoul, which is like a little treasure chest Pokemon. And I will say, 
catch catch everyone you see or to make sure you defeat them collect those coins because you need 999 of them to evolve into like a golden ego or something i can't even think of his name he kind of looks like kind of crazy and kind of weird but i guess he's really good i don't know he will be a ghost type i'm pretty sure maybe ghost steel i don't exactly remember but yeah i'm well on my way i think i've got like 100 so far so yeah, it's a slow process, but I guess the areas where he spawns is already, I mean, go figure that this game, I mean, this game is just blown up. So anything you want to find out, you can, I mean, it's probably like a hot article trending or whatever you're looking for will be very easy to find. So if you just wanted to go through and grind all those out and get yourself an evolution of whatever it's called, what I say, gimme ghoul. His evolution's like Golden Golden Enko, or I don't know. He's he's a weird looking. He's a weird man. He's like a, almost looks like a banana peel, but not. But he doesn't look like a banana, if that makes any sense. But all right, so you got all your stuff. You're ready to set out on your adventure, and basically your rival and that Arvin guy. That your rival's like, I know you'll choose my side and challenge the Pokemon League gym first. You know, you'll you'll go get all the badges first. That's that's what you do. That's what we do. And the other guy's like, I know, I know you'll come to my side of the gate because we're going to go tackle Titan Pokemon and discover the world and make it a better place and blah, blah, like blah. But uh, they kind of argue about, you know, what side you're going to pick. I went to the west side, which is where your rival goes, and it basically takes you to, quote unquote, the first Pokemon gym. Now, granted, I spent a lot of time just exploring. I mean, the game is like literally so open and you can exploit stuff a little bit. Like there's a few spots where you can like jump over a river or jump over a cliff where basically it seems like you're in a more higher level area that maybe you're not supposed to be in yet. But uh, it, it is really cool how you can pretty much just go wherever you want. But yeah, I spent a lot of time exploring um, all around the first. So where the first gym is, is called Cortando. So in Cortando is where the first gym leader is, and it is a bug type. Bug, yeah, bug trainer Katie. But before we got there, I like circled the city. I was like, ah, if, if I go to the city, then I'll have to do the gym. And so I like never went to the city. Like I found it. I was just like skirting the outs. I was like, you know what? I'll just go around the outside and, you know, nobody will ever know I'm here. And that way I don't have to challenge a Pokemon gym, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'll just kind of do my own thing. And then I like explored a whole bunch, went back to the town. And I said, you know what? You know what? It's time. And I challenged the gym leader. So when you go to start the gym challenge, you like go into the city. And it's just a small little town. I wouldn't even call it a city, I guess. It's more like a town. And you go into this little town. They have a couple sandwich shops where you can get sweet treats for your picnics. And then they have the Pokemon gym. You go into the gym and you talk to the guy behind the counter. And he's like, oh, hello, Master Ace Trainer. I saw that you want to come challenge the gym leader. He's like, but you have one task. I need you to go up to the field. And what we're going to do is we're going to punt some olives around. And you're like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, come out to the field and I will show you. So you get as you don't get escorted. I wish you got escorted to be make you feel way more important. But no, you go to this little field um, right outside the city and or not city. You know what I mean. I'm just so used to calling it city because for so long, 
Pokemon city names always were it was always town or city or whatever it was. So forgive me, but no, you go right outside of this little place, and there's like a. It almost looks like a. It reminds you of like a football field, and or a soccer field. I guess is probably be more adequate. But they're like your gym. The guy shows up and he's like, "Your gym challenge is about to get started." What you're going to do is you're going to roll that olive. You see right there, that giant olive. You're going to roll it all the way through this little obstacle course. And then at the end, you're going to put it in this basket. And, uh, yeah, then you can challenge the, you know, the gym trainer or the gym leader. Yeah, gym trainer. The gym leader. And you're like, what, dude? Come on. And then it's just like this kind of dumb little mini game, which I give them, at, you know, I give them props for still being true to this stuff and, like, having something to do whether it's like a little puzzle or just like a little mini game or something. That's basically what it is. You uh, have to roll this olive or they call it an olive, but it looks like a giant green seed. You roll this seed around. There's a couple of trainers you can fight to unblock the area. I mean, it's pretty simple because if you get on your legendary, you kind of just pop it over the barriers or whatever, but I don't think they intended for that to be a thing. So they put like two trainers that are blocking the path. They're like, you'll never get your, you'll never get that past me. And like the one guy's like, well, if, you know, if you battle me and you happen to win, I might make it a little easier on you. But no, you battle these two guys. And I think it's like a little, I think like one's a kid and one's a guy. I don't remember. But uh, you fight them and you take their money because what I've come to realize is since it doesn't automatically make you battle trainers, I've been pretty broke. I've been, not that I haven't been challenging trainers, but I'm like, you know what? Ace trainer Rocco. It's all about completing the decks right now. He ain't got time to, you know, nimbly, bimbly prance around with all you freaking no sense, nonsense trainers. I got stuff to do. So I took their sweet, sweet money because I figured, you know what? I've already got type advantage. I was already going in with an advantage. I said, you know what? I'll take that money because I needed to buy more Pokeballs, to be honest. So you get into the gym. Well, after the gym challenge, the, uh, they're like, all right, head back to the Pokemon gym, and we will get you set up. So you go back to the gym. He started talking to this guy, and he's like, all right, well, if you're ready, then. And what I thought was really cool, a really cool, like, just way to showcase even more of why this game is so great. So in the anime and the TV shows and movies and all that stuff, like when you battled a gym trainer, oh, my God, I am awful tonight, gym leader, there was like a little, I mean, it was like a battle. People got to watch, and it was like a big extravagant thing. It wasn't just like a kind of in the games how they're like, oh, you just march into the gym. A lot of that you had to like. It was like theater of mind, right? Almost like what I'm doing right now, creating a wonderful listening experience. Well, hopefully. But uh, it was kind of like left open for you to interpret. But like now in these newer games, you know, you go to challenge the gym leader. I got it right. Yeah. And... They have like a, like a little, not a stadium, but they have like a little battle area set up. And what's really cool about this place is it's set up right next to like the cafe. And I actually ran into an NPC that was sitting at a table before I went to battle him, the gym leader. And he was like, oh yeah, I love just hanging out at the cafe. And then you get to watch all the Pokemon battles for the trainer and the badges. And I was like, damn, dude, that's, that's cool. So then, like, they really just throw you out there, and they're like, all right, we have the, what's her name, Katie, the gym leader, and then, you know, opposing challenger, Master Ace Rocco, 
And so it's like a whole thing, you know, it really makes you feel like, all right, you know, I rolled into town, I did their little thing. Now the whole town is going to watch as I crush you. I mean, I just thought that was really cool. They really like just bring it to life, the experience and everything. It's less theater of mind and more like, I don't even know what the, how to, I don't know, make an analogy for that, but yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. I think it's a really cool twist that they put on and I'm really excited to see what the other gym leaders and what the other uh, gyms in general look like, what the challenges are. And, you know, who knows when we'll get to them because we're just, we're on cruise control. We're out here trying to complete our decks and, you know, we're just out here doing big things. But no, you, I rolled into this battle with, and I realized last episode and kind of up until now, I haven't talked about my Pokemon team at all. You want to know why? Is because there's so many m- new Pokemon. I literally am struggling to figure out who I even want to use. So I've just been throwing randoms on my team. I have my starter. Um, and I will say I'm trying to name most of the people that I'm probably going to use or use later in the game after characters and my favorite Dungeons and Dragons podcast. And it is called Dungeons and Daddies. If you want an emotional roller coaster filled with highs and lows from laughing to crying, go check out Dungeons and Daddies. They are an awesome D&D podcast. They kind of stray off the beaten course. I've talked about it before and I want to talk about it again because I love it. I'm listening to the first season for the second time and they, those guys just know how to paint a picture and tell a story. So go check those guys out. So if you're hearing me spout out all these crazy names, it is because I'm naming most of the people that I'm going to be using on my team after them. So I got my starter, my starter, old Spragato. Spragato, I named Henry Oak. He's kind of like a hippie guy, hippie druid that he plays in the D&D podcast. And I was like, you know what? Uh, Spragato is a ga- grass Pokemon, so that'd be perfect for a, a hippie druid to be. So my good old Henry Oak has actually evolved. He evolved and now he's standing on two legs. Sad for the Pokemon community, I know. Why can't we just get non-bipedal starters? But that'll never happen. (laughs) But no, my Spragato evolved, shaping up to be pretty good. I'm still really happy with my grass choice. I can't think of his evolution's name. But uh, yeah, he's actually turned out to be really good. I've already gotten some Dark-type moves, so I think he's going to shape up to be very nice. I also have a Fanfi, which is a Generation 2 which they actually got a region, a new region form, and I don't know how or why or what all that works with. But I did catch a Fanfi, and a lot of the reason I caught him and kept him, because I wanted to use all new Pokemon, but he actually had the ability pickup. And I've been running through, I picked up like a Moonstone, I picked up a couple other really good items, and I was like, holy shit, oh god, this is what luck. But yeah, he had pickup. Um, as far as that goes, there's like a little dog. There's a couple dog Pokemon that I have on my team. I had the little spider. I can't think of what his name is. He looks like a, oh, he looks like a robotic Slenderman from Minecraft, his evolution anyway. But yeah, there's just so many new Pokemon. I literally have no idea who I'm going to use. So I'm just going to only talk about the ones that are like, are, well, I guess I have a third one. Um, The third one I have, it's called... I don't even know. I, I got to really brush up on these names. But, um, oh, you know what? I'm literally sitting up here with my Switch right beside me. So let me just pull this up real quick. So I have on my team, 
at this moment. And mind you, I wasn't this high level when I got out of the first gym. I've added on some, we'll leave the levels out of it. So I've got a Tinkatuff, which is a fairy steel type. It's like a little, almost looks like a little doll with like a big ass hammer. And if you know anything about typing for Pokemon, steel and fairy type is crazy combination because there's only one weakness, fire. So I've got like a, I've got basically a tank with her. I think it's her. Yeah, it's her. Because it looks like a chick too. Um, I also have, well, in the gym battle, we'll talk about that real quick. We'll, we'll get the gym battle out of the way. I went in there and I used my fan fee, which I terratized, which is the new like Dynamax or Mega Evolution. I terratized and then I just started using Rollout because Rollout is super effective against bugs. Bug was her typing. She had three Pokemon, I believe. By the time she brought out her ace, which was a Teddy Ursa with a bug type, Terra type, or whatever, however you want to say that. I was on like my fourth rollout, which everybody in the Pokemon community, if you know, you know. If you don't know, rollout gets stronger and stronger every time it hits. So like by the fifth time it hits, if you don't miss or anything like that, it doesn't get interrupted. It's like, it's a hoss move. Like you can roll in and roll out. That's That was a horrible pun. But um. I can't believe I even said that. Like, in my mind, it just came out. And then afterwards, I'm like, all right, well, that's staying. But, yeah, I defeated the gym leader. I got my first badge. And we are well off to the start of this wonderful and crazy journey. But, uh, yeah, pass. Yeah. Point of the direction of the first gym. Yeah. I was Sorry, looking over my notes, making sure we got everything. Yeah, we'll talk about the team. So, Floragato is my starter's evolution and currently, right now, and like I said, I'm a little bit past the first gen, but I've literally only been running around catching people. So my levels are only a little bit higher because I threw some candies at them after the first gym. But uh, currently, right now, in my party is Henry Oak, the level 26, or yeah, not Spragato, Floragato, standing on two feet. This kitty cat has some claws. We have Scary Marlowe, the Don fan. Um, also D and D nickname that's from season two. Really good. You guys got to listen to that. I have a Nolkai. Oh my, I didn't know he was oh, okay. I about had a heart attack. It, it's like a, it's like the rock salt Pokemon. I don't know. He's on my team. I captured him in a terror raid. I have the Tinkatuff, that fairy little doll thing. I was just telling you about. It's kind of weird. It's like pink, got a big hammer. It is level 30 fairy steel type. I mean, come on. That's just kind of, that's kind of overpowered. Uh, well, hopefully it's going to be overpowered. <laughs> Good luck, Zach and Cameron. I will crush you. Well, hopefully. Um, I caught a Silazar. It looks kind of like your legendary's baby. It's a dragon normal type. And I literally just caught it before I started recording. And I also caught a Watrell, which is interesting. It looks like a hummingbird, really. But it's electric flying. And I named him Richard. And the one, it's so freaking funny. The, uh, some of the naming conventions, I'm like, I try to name them right after characters and the show of Dungeon Daddies. But sometimes I'll just like name them some weird ass stuff. Like who knows? I named something not good. And then I wonder traded it to somebody. So they're thinking, oh my God, I wonder what I'm going to get in this wonder trade. And then they get not good. And it's a Pokemon that doesn't even evolve. Yeah, sorry. Really stiffed you on that one. I'll only send out good ones now. I said no one ever to the Wonder Trade. But uh, 
yeah, that's it. That's all we got. It's been, whew, man, what a mouthful. I had a lot to go over. I was like, man, I won't even need 15 minutes on the end. It'll probably be a short episode. And here I am 20 minutes into the recording already. But uh, yeah, that's all I got. Join me next week as we continue this awesome and epic journey through the Poldia region. We're out here conquering gym battles, going to take on some Titan Pokemon. Who knows? Catch some, maybe run into a shiny, get in there, get some classes done. But yeah, I hope you guys are playing. I hope you guys are enjoying whatever you're playing. And if you're not, find a video game to play. If you're looking, you know, maybe you need a suggestion, hit me up. I'll, you know, give me, give me an idea of what you want to play and I will help you out. But yeah, this has been Rockhound Radio. Go on to Apple, go on to Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you listen, wherever you follow stuff socially or non-socially, wherever you go. Give me a review. I guess it really helps. Get in there. Send in your suggestions, your clips, your whatever. We'll talk about it. And, uh, yeah, this has been it. This has been Rockhound Radio. Thank you, guys, and I will see you later this week.